Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. So in this episode, I have with me Lika. Lika is the founding partner of Nomos, a full-service business law firm out in Tbilisi, Georgia. Key area include of business, corporate and business law, real estate, tax law, contract law, immigration laws, and investment laws. Lika helps entrepreneurs establish businesses in Georgia. She is the best lawyer for foreign entrepreneurs looking to get started in Georgia. Lika, welcome to the Success Great Podcast. Thanks for having me. Awesome to have you here, Lika. So, so I want to ask you first, what inspired you to be an entrepreneur at such a young age and want to have a business of your own? Yes, probably the fact that I always want to be something uh, that would actually make me independent, that would actually give me the freedom. So uh, entrepreneurship is the thing that does that for you. So uh, basically, it started off with me being very goal-oriented, very career-oriented, and also wanting to become something big. Um, I got into law school and it was like my first decision towards it. And at that point of time, I never thought I would have my own law firm one day. But um, when I got into law school, I really was fond of business law. And after that, at the age of 24, I, I actually was um, employed by many law firms in here. So I gained the experience and knowledge. And this is a field where without experience and knowledge, uh, your skills won't help because uh, knowledge and information is something that is a key point to success in this business. So um, basically, I launched my first law firm, LTI Legal Associates, which was uh, which was with my best friends, actually, who were lawyers also. And after uh, two years, I decided to go solo and form Nomos. Uh, and yeah, here I am now. What do you think some of the challenges and obstacles that that you did not expect to face and when you faced them you actually stepped over them and conquered those obstacles in your career or business yes uh personal wise it was the stress level uh when when you have your own business you have responsibilities and which comes with more um more things to do by yourself because you you are always alone no matter uh, how many people you have in your background you're doing your business alone right as an entrepreneur so basically um stress and also um, very much of 
the re responsibilities towards their clients, towards yourself, towards your firm. So these are two main factors yeah, that I so have overcome and learn. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned that you work with, with with your friends, and then you had decided to to navigate things by yourself. Why did that happen? Do you think sometimes people, if they like, for example, you were all lawyers, I guess, right? So sometimes yes. even similar minds don't work alike. So how does that work? Yes. So basically, um, that was the thought of mine to be more independent, to gain more freedom through my own company. So uh, the decision-making process is always something that is uh, sometimes pro problematic, uh, not only in this particular case, but when there's a too much opinion thing going on, then uh, it is really hard to maintain that focus. So I decided to go solo and that there was like some other business factors that uh, like helped me decide to go by my own. That's great. So do you think that now where you are now, so how you long have you been in business solo, I guess now? Uh, it's been one year now doing uh, and being in Nomos, uh, but my experience counts seven years in business law, in other law firms and my own law firm. Um, so, yeah, it's one year so, now. So now in this in this one year, you're being solopreneur, uh, I would say. So uh, what are the decisions that do you think that are the most important things or decisions for you right now to make? in order for you to be a success? Yeah, so basically one obstacle that I had to overcome was that I am a lawyer, right? So I studied law, I expertise in law, I expertise in business law, and then you have to become, your mind has to also collect the knowledge of doing business, which is a different part, right? So you have to be all in one, uh, so you have to also do business and you have to be uh, a lawyer and you have to be excellent in both if you want your business to work. So sometimes I do prioritize uh, business and sometimes I prioritize law. So basically it depends on the uh, circumstances. You mentioned you have to be, you are a lawyer or expert in that, but also at the same time you are a business, you are operating a business. You're not just a lawyer who goes to court for cases and these kind of things. You basically help people in business establishment and these kind of things and tax their taxes and multiple things. So there is a lot of things, a lot of things to juggle at the same time, I guess. Are there someone helping you in certain areas that you don't know about, for example? Yes, of course. There are some things that I don't know about, which is running a, which was like how to run a business, uh, basically technical wise. So I have someone helping me with marketing, someone helping me with business advices, which is also sort of my partner and uh, and also someone helping me with uh, accounting, uh, accountancy, which is like maintenance of the company. But the main things are done by me and my partner. As a lawyer or as a business owner or entrepreneur in general, you have to have, I would say, some kind of uh, uh, relationships or network. So how do you approach networking and building relationship with other businesses similar to your business or other lawyers that might be able to help you or you can help them out or even business owners or entrepreneurs that are 
maybe let's say maybe in the same area that you are in that you can help each other out yeah so uh basically Tbilisi is a pretty small um town so classmates which are like we studied to, together in university then we studied together in uh, France for LLM we done masters together so I know these people a lot and I have a pretty close relationships with them and also uh, there are some things like networking wise like conferences you're doing your lectures so I'm also like mm, I'm always try I always try to learn more I always try to be attend some seminars attend some trainings do the net networking and also uh, gain the knowledge uh, because you have to be update also with law so basically while doing that I have gained uh, many friends and colleagues from my experience and from doing all of that uh, so yeah it's it doesn't take much effort to gain these type of uh, acquaintances uh, if you are trying uh, hard enough and if you are always attending new things. So I guess it's the main factor to be always present and to try to communicate more. So what do you think are the keys to, to, to your business success? Is it the network that you have, for example? Is it the, the knowledge they accumulated in both being a lawyer and learning about business? And is it about also because in order to be successful in business, you have to eventually, let's say, make a sale, sell to people, whether it's a product or a service, and you are providing a service. So how important is it to you to make new customers or retain new ones in your business? And how do you treat and how do you develop the relationship with your customers? Yeah, so basically, uh, referrals are the best uh, base case scenario because uh, once you've done some good, good good work to your customers, they will always refer you to and they will o- always advise you to somebody else. So that, that's the main thing you have to build. You have to build your network like that, like that by your uh, knowledge, by your service that you're providing. And also, I've mentioned that it is really hard to be businesswoman and also a lawyer at the same time because sometimes you have to fo- focus on sales too much because you, you, you have a business to run. And sometimes you have to focus on the deals. Sometimes you have to focus on actual cases with the clients because like you have to be like in a very equal level in both areas. So, and also marketing helps like in other businesses, right? So you just sell yourself um, with marketing and PR. But I think main uh, main thing is to have a good service and your service speaks for yourself by itself, right? So once you have a good knowledge, once um, once there are some people, some certain people that know that you have that knowledge and you have that mind and you are good at problem solving, I think your service and your knowledge speaks by itself so you don't have to do that much of uh, sales and marketing but it sure helps yeah exactly so what what is the most portion or the biggest portion of your business involves is it like for example helping businesses is it about tax uh, what kind of business do you 
have the most portion of revenue, let's yeah, say. So, so we are uh, basically focusing on uh, doing business uh, in Tbilisi. So we help our clients with doing business, with their taxes, with uh, forming a company, opening the bank accounts, with immigration, residency permits. We also help them with litigation, uh, arbitration, real estate, and also investments. So, uh, but our ser- services fo- focuses on business law. So it's a really broad uh, field. Um, so some people really ask me, like, what is the concrete? Like, what do you do concrete in in concrete? But I think that I think that anything related to civil law, we expertise in that. But mostly in business law, which is doing a business, which is corporate, and which is immigration and real estate. In general, now, if uh, anyone wants to start their business or establish their business or move their business. From any country in the world into Georgia, Tbilisi, Georgia, and specifically where you are right now, right? So, yes, uh, so what are let's say the steps, and why I would you and would you personally recommend them to do that? And let's let's say what is the advantages of having your business in Georgia? Okay, I will start from the advantages because it is the mostly uh, it is the key point to move your business. Which is our, uh, which are the business friendly environments that Georgia has. Uh, we have customs and laws, which is really, really um, business friendly and adopted to foreign entrepreneurs. Uh, and also the taxes, uh, low low taxes, which is the first point and first. Um, thoughts that uh, young or other entrepreneurs have to move their business to. It's like really low tax system and uh, and also like the thought of living in the environment which gives you business opportunity and which gives you really great investment opportunity and low taxes and at the same time it gives you really sophisticated uh, living Options, right? So uh, I think uh, the geographic situation um, of this kind of country is also like really, really uh, good because you can access both Asian market and also Euro- European market. So it's like communication is re- really easy. So if I had to describe that, I would describe it as easy to do business. And we were actually ranked uh, ranked seventh in ease of doing business by the World Bank in, I think, 2019. So globally, Georgia is the number seven in, in ease of doing business. Yes. So uh, basically, to talk about taxes and to give you like an opinion about that is that we have 15% of corporate taxes, we have 20% of personal income tax, we have 5% of dividends and interest rates. And we have, uh, we can also reduce it to 0% because we have Estonian model in uh, corporate uh, structure, which means that if you don't distribute the money out of your company, so if you don't take the dividend and if you reinvest your profit into the company, you're not taxed at all. So basically these laws were adopted for you to, it's like the attraction to attract more investments in here. So it actually, the purpose of it is like both sides have its advantages, right? Mm -hmm. So, and also uh, we have VAT of 18%. 
and it's not taxed until you just reach uh, at some point in your profit structure. So I think it is one of the best tax rates. Like we consider ourselves as Eastern European country, even though even though we are not in EU. And because in EU there's a lot lots of regulation, really high taxes, as goes the same in the US. So I think it is the attraction that they have is mainly the, the taxes and sophisticated cultural and historical things that, that, that we have, actually. It's not only about doing business. The attraction comes from uh, our culture, also our people, and also how mm, we tend to greet uh, the foreign investors and foreigners in general. So, yeah, I think it's all uh, fun. Yeah, that's amazing. So like, I want to get like a little bit more to specific. So like, for example, in this an example that you mentioned if the business or the company keeps reinvesting basically there is like no tax right so but what if this company wasn't like has multiple employees let's say uh, from what we are seeing now like it was one entrepreneur or one business that has and operates only solo solo entrepreneur like for example so how would that work would that work the same as if you don't distribute money to yourself or pay yourself, will that also be the same case and reduce taxes, so, uh, for example? Basically, you as a shareholder have different rights and you as a director have different rights, right? So if you are uh, owner of the company, you might as well, and if you are solo, you might as well be the, the director of the company, right? So you pay yourself as a salary as the director, but you own the company as a and the partner, right? So I think that in this case, like you don't distribute money as the owner, as the partner, but you do pay yourself, right? As the, 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 the director. So you sort of distribute the money as a salary, but you don't distribute the profits. So legally, it is like two different things. You are still being paid by your company, as the, the director or as an employee, and you can still own the company at the same time and be sole partner, and then don't distribute the company until it's the right time to do it. So, how would you advise people? Like, you know, there are multiple levels or like LCs, LLCs, partnerships, or solo, solopreneurship, these kind of names for different kind of companies. So, what is the best thing for small business or like I mentioned, one? solopreneur to register in and what are like for example the registration fees i assume right like because when you want to register a business in any country in the world you would have to pay some fees annually or something like that right yeah so basically i would advise for small and medium businesses to do llc or individual entrepreneurship for LLC, your corporate taxes will be, as I mentioned, 15% and 5% for dividends. These 15% is not payable and also the 5% if you don't distribute the money. So basically, you can get 0% on that. Uh, if you're a sole entrepreneurship, you have some limits uh, by the government, which is like... Um, yearly profit if you don't exceed your year, yearly profit and it, if it's up to half million Georgian gel then you can maintain small business status company uh, like sole entrepreneurship company and you can pay only one percent 
in this case, um, instead of 20%. So in, in this case, you sort of distribute the profit and you still pay 1% because you're a sole entrepreneurship, it's not a company. Uh, so basically, I recommend these two. And if there is a structure which is like up to 50 partners, I recommend LLC. And after 50 partners, you actually have the obligation to form or change the form of the company to joint stock company, JSC. Yeah. Yeah. So basically okay. also an obligation and also my advice to do that if you are like uh, more than 50 shareholders. So. so that now also building a company like or having a company there, it has also to do with the place where you live. So do you think that it is easy for businesses, for example, to, is it easier or better in general to rent properties or places there or buildings or maybe buy some properties there? I would definitely recommend buying because now uh, I think real estate is also, if you do not use it as an office, you can always rent it out, right? So I think uh, now the real estate business is thriving in here because there, there's a lot of interest. So the market is really uh, alive. So basically I, I recommend investing in real estate because if your business doesn't work out and if you don't need an office in here and if you decide to change the country change the option for your relocation i think that your uh, business investment as in in real estate will work perfectly and it's really profitable and you can rent it out uh long term or or in uh, airbnb and other platforms are like doing also great in here uh so i think every investment should be uh wise so you have to invest wisely so you have to have plan a and plan b so i think that is why buying your office uh or buying uh, a place where you can uh, build uh, your office or uh, maintain your office is also a good idea because if it doesn't work out then you can rent it out and have a, a passive income from your real estate in here so i don't know from what you are seeing now in your country in the city that you are in tbilisi so what do you think or what your if someone came and asked you lika what would you say i want to open a business what would you recommend me to open uh, probably LLC and also I will ask you like li limited liability company but probably I will ask you what are your thoughts about your profit yeah, uh, so if, if you say I'm going to have small business that I would definitely recommend uh, individual entrepreneurship because it is less taxes. You pay only 1%. You get a small uh, business certificate. And uh, and if you tend to exceed this half million jobs per year, then I would recommend LLC because uh, the structure of LLC and why I like to recommend that is that your uh, your uh, you don't really have contractual obligations and responsibilities towards thir thir third parties because the company is an object and subject of law by itself. So you are sort of like behind the uh, behind the company. So you're not liable for the things that the company does with the clients. You're not liable financially, of course, right? 
so I think it is really clever and smart structure and everybody's choosing LLC now, uh, not because it's trendy, I think because it's just clever. So, but if you tend to have a small business, then I would definitely recommend um, IP. Mm, I mean, IE, individual entrepreneurship for uh, the tax purposes. So from your own experience, what would you like, for example, ask you, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to have my own business or or someone your age or let's say younger maybe than that, female or even males ask you that. So uh, what would you advise them to do or what would you advise them to start with and how to start and would you tell them like the best time to start is like now for example if they want to start your own business whatever it is if it is feasible idea or not a feasible idea good idea or not a good idea uh i think it is a best idea to do it now uh because now all the markets are striving all the fields are like pretty much uh thriving which is manufacturing which is real estate which is stocks crypto is not taxed here so everything at the same time happening which is profitable for all uh but i would also recommend to do your research until you start because some people come here and have different expectations until you get the consultations from the lawyers, from the tax experts, from the people who actually have done business here, like their opinion, their reviews on the country and on the business itself, I think it is a very important to do your own research and also have the help of the professionals. So these two combined will make you decide whether uh, Georgia is a good idea for you or not, because for some people, it's not a good idea at all. Do Georgian people in general speak English or is it not that much uh, <laughs> spoken language? Yeah, yeah. That it, it might be important. Language. Yes, that, uh, definitely. Some people do not do it professionally. Some people have the basic knowledge of English, but it doesn't uh, make communications hard. I think uh, Georgia is, uh, well, the older generation speaks more Russian uh, because it is like a Soviet country and new generation speaks more English. So I don't think communication uh, will be an issue here as I've never heard. I haven't heard any uh, anybody uh, speak on that matter. <laughs> oh, awesome, yeah. And, uh, English in general is becoming especially uh, more international. international language and more and more, yeah, in general. So now... What do you, what do you, what would you say? Some of the best resources, or tools, or even books that you personally look for, use, or read. Uh, I actually like to read uh, articles about how to become. Like I fo- focus on law. I focus on newsletters about law. I actually have uh, my email attached to many newsletters, many uh, daily news. So I try to be very update. So I uh, recommend to do so. If you are in law, you have to be, uh, you have to know not only local law, but you have to know like what's going on in UK courts, what's going on in US courts, what's going on in the world. So not politically, but basically on your field. So you don't have to be expert in everything, but it's also really good to have this common knowledge of uh, like how 
does the attorneys in UK handle uh, the cases and uh, like the comparison between you and UK lawyers and solicitors. So I think uh, I try to have this common knowledge and I try to always maintain that part in my life because it's really hard to run a business and it's really hard to have the time and actually spend the time on reading, on researching, but it is the it is really a part of the process because without it, you won't grow. And without it, you won't, you won't grow your business. And also like time flies and you have to have your agenda. You have to have your uh, daily routine. And I have like, I just, instead of like scrolling the TikTok, I prefer sometimes, not all the time, I'm not going to lie, but sometimes to, scroll through this news and just be up to date it's important like you mentioned like for example if someone comes to you and let's say they want to compare countries when you have this kind of international knowledge between your country and other countries you can have some kind of competitive advantage i guess it's good to yes, so also i've heard a lot of stories from my clients like Uh, like we, we have a good com- communication so and i've heard a lot of stories about the other lawyers which uh, are in serbia in uh, other con- countries you know many in western countries in us and how they deal with the cases so it is like really important to me to know like what they are expecting of me because some people here like ask me are you, uh, are you an attorney or are you a lawyer because in us if you are a lawyer you have to go through attorney things that we go through here but in uh, in uh, in Tbilisi, it's not like that uh, you if you want to be a lawyer it is you know, pretty common to just graduate and then have your degree and you you become a lawyer but if you want to be an attorney you have to go through bar exams and it's not the same in the US so i think these type of not only technical things but i like to get into also court cases because like when i compare uh, like my horizon of thinking just broadens and i think that is like what you should do as a young lawyer yeah that, that's amazing that that thing that you mentioned there the last sentence broaden your horizon you will have different perspective new ideas find new opportunities whether for yourself or your business you have to keep developing and seeing certain things here and there to improve your business so that without that also that won't happen unless you have like a view of things that's happening around you, you cannot just be or working same time all the time in the same place that you are working on all the time you have to open your eyes everywhere especially nowadays yeah. everything is open yeah. with the internet and with everything is everything is open and mostly free so <laughs> that that that's uh, that's exactly a good so i think we have nowadays we have the best possibility to get the information uh really quickly through google through websites through calls so i like to ask questions also i also ask questions because when i'm interested um i'm asking more questions so i think it's the best way to get to know something to ask as many questions as you can um so i think it just helps your knowledge just grow and 
would you share something that not a lot of people know about you, something with the success grid nation that not a lot of people know about you? Like a secret? <laughs> Maybe. Or something that some kind of passion or a hobby that nobody knows about you, not many people know. Many people actually don't know that I was into movies more than law. So when I was de- deciding to actually uh, to choose the profession, I was really into movies and I was really into being the, the director of movies, to direct the movies, to produce the movies. So uh, basically the Hollywood mo- movies was like a pretty new thing when I was growing up. And actually that, that is how I learned English um, through movies. And uh, I, I was really into it. So I, the last minute I decided to change it because it was not industrial. So it was not the industry in here. So I was like, if I go somewhere like US, like in UK or other uh, country, I I may become something, but then you think about like realistically, you think realistically and you decide to do whatever is close to you, uh, more uh, realistic. So yeah, I was uh, this close. To becoming a, <laughs> to to cho- choosing another profession actually. Hopefully you 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 chose. I'm sure you chose the the best thing for you to do. Yeah, and also I know I I read somewhere that you also speak five languages. Oh, that is something I misread. Do you speak like five languages? Um, I do speak Russian, English, German, and Georgian. I also know a bit of Turkish. Uh, not in a professional way, not in a fluent way, but I do. Uh, I do get uh, a lot of Turkish. So, do you think also because you sp- speak like almost five languages? So, do you think languages helps people to learn more about other cultures and businesses? Because when you're talking about Georgia, and I'm in Jordan, so there is a, a lot of things that might mm-hmm. be different in in other countries, but at the same time similar. So how important do you think learning learning language is important also? Definitely. Uh, I think when you are learning language, a new one, you also are learning their culture uh, because there are some books that are adopted to know the language and also know their culture. So uh, basically you are not only learning their like a new language, but you are entering this like new cultural phase in your life. And then with traveling, I think when I was studying German, I traveled and I went to Berlin just to hear like how they spoke, just to take uh, like the phrases. And I try to, you know, I had like really bad German at that time, but I try to, you know, speak their language and like be there and be present. So I think it also helps with traveling. And also it has helped me with clients because once you speak their language, I think the, I think the trust you gain is like the, you, you are gain, gaining more trust uh, in them because like if I saw someone speaking my language I would be like yes yeah like I I would definitely choose someone who speaks a lot of language 
because I know they're international and I know, I, I know they are like multicultural, which is like really important nowadays to me. Yeah, exactly. So do you think there's something in our speak here that we missed that might be important that you can point out? Well, yes, I think a lot of people nowadays thinking about relocation and I think everybody has to do their research because we live in a in an era where you're not stable anywhere. So I think having different options, having different businesses in different countries and having options to have different homes at the same times is like really important to everybody and as long as uh, people realize it um, they will do better I think and they will be more calm in themselves uh, because when when you have an options like look what is go, go, going on now in the world like there is a war and people are trying to seek new home seek new businesses they really had lives there right so they, they are now trying to relocate in a way that that is not, you know, the best way to do it. So I think, I think it's, it's the best um, option is to like start now um, and choose your second home and uh, do your research. And I think relocation of your businesses and also expanding your business is a really good idea. So I think every everybody should think about this matter at some mm. point. Yeah, exactly. So for foreign entrepreneurs looking to get started in Georgia, where can people get in touch with you so you can help them out? Yeah. You can contact us at our email, uh, which is uh, com. And our email is info at nomasgeorgia.com. Uh, and through the this, we can come communicate and uh, book a consultation and have a meetings. And then we can start an actual uh, service for you. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lika, for being here today with me on this episode of the Success Secret. Thank you for having me. A fun episode and informative. Thank you. Thanks so much.